time for Samantha to lock the studio door and play whatever the heck she wants. Now that's what I call All-American. Rock around the region. A full hour of kick-ass music from bands rocking the Southeast. Everything that rocks. C-97.5. Z97.5 out of Madisonville, Kentucky. Reverend Jack and their brand new tune, Forever Town, getting this edition of the show started. Rock Around the Region being brought to you by the Armored Trucking Academy. Whether you've been thinking about starting or furthering a career in the trucking industry, let Armored Trucking Academy steer you in the right direction. They were voted Clarksville's best vocational school. Learn how you can get rolling in as little as four weeks at armoredtruckingacademy.com. Tonight on the program, part three of my conversation with Hidden Sixes comes your way. You're also going to hear a brand new song from Kiss Kiss Bang. I'm going to introduce existing 
in exile. They make their debut on the show. I've also got something brand spanking new from Shallow Side that will come your way tonight. That's just the tip of the iceberg. So glad to have you uh, in on this Sunday night with me, checking out some great local and regional artists. This band coming out of Nashville, you have an opportunity to see them coming up on March 10th. They will be opening up for Adelita's Way at the Warehouse, that show being presented by Filthy Nasty. Check out details at facebook.com slash the Warehouse Rocks. This is Callis with sand. Rock around the region on Z97.5.
around the region on Z97.5, Clarksville's own Awaken. That tune is called Graveyards, and you can get it on their brand new album, Monsters and Machines, which is available now. Uh, Friday was finally the release date for this record, so you can get a hold of it now. It's available on all streaming uh, platforms. If you check out the band's Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash awakenofficial is where you'll find them, and you can figure out how to get your own copy of this brand new 12-song album. It's taken a long time to get here, so congrats Congratulations, gentlemen. Quite proud of you, and you should be very proud of yourselves as well. I am Samantha Knight. Got a couple of shows to tell you about with some very heavy metal music. It's going to be a great time, especially because it's benefit shows at that. So coming up on Saturday, this coming Saturday, March 6th, at the Revel House, downtown on University, just across from Austin P. there is a fantastic benefit show for the St. Jude's Children's Hospital, Metal for a Cause, starring Hidden Sixes, Modern Primate, Guerrilla Warfare, and Of Serpents. So that show is going on um, for a great cause. And then on the 13th, there is another benefit show with some of these same bands. So I'll tell you about that in just a minute. In the meantime, let's kick things off with Of Serpents. Their new tune is called Black Zodiac. Again, March 6th, the benefit for St. Jude's that's going on at the Revel House. Check it out on Z97.5's Rock Around the Region.
It's Rock Around the Region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C97.5. Region on Z97.5, Guerrilla Warfare with their new tune, Blinded by Demons. Now, as I said, Guerrilla Warfare joining forces with Of Serpents, Hidden Sixes, and Modern Primate coming up on Saturday the 6th at the Rebel House for the Medal for a Cause. It is a benefit for the St. Jude's Children's Hospital. Then on Saturday the 13th, there is a hardcore formal benefit for the DAV, for Disabled American Veterans, that's happening at the Warehouse. And the lineup on that will be Guerrilla Warfare, Modern Primate, Of Serpents, Serpents, Hidden Sixes, and others. Details about that at Facebook.com slash The Warehouse Rock. So uh, some great bands coming together for a great cause. And of course, speaking of Hidden Sixes, they are my guests once again this week on Rock Around the Region. Gary, time for you to, to, to step up here because you haven't said much this whole time yet. <laughs> well, so now it's, it's your time in the spotlight. I'm a poser from way back. You know? You're a poser? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing guitar for about 20 years. I started when I was 10, and it was it was really I had a, a club foot. It was like jacked up, so I couldn't really go out and do like activities. And, wow. Yeah, and that's really how that's how that happened. It wasn't nowhere near as interesting. Well, I mean, you still got more. You can't get off just this this short little story. I mean, I realize this was an epic piece over I know. here. It's but... like, oh, damn you! Like, <laughs> I'll follow that. <laughs> I guess we should have saved you for last instead of going around in order here. I like turtles. I like turtles. <laughs> do you stop for turtles in the road? That's what we have to determine. You stop. You don't run over turtles, do you? Um, I, uh, I got, don't have really good vision, so I would never see them. Be... <laughs> I don't see turtles. So he doesn't drive. 
is what we're telling you. So uh, tell uh, me about you growing up then, though, because obviously you had something that kept you from, from being able yeah, to yeah, had do the, they had, the normal know, things, whatever. I had to go to the Shriners Hospital in like Lexington, uh, Lexington Kentucky. Like, okay. I, I went there like, I don't know, four or five surgeries. So you got to think from when I was born to a 10, I didn't really go out and do like normal stuff. And my uncle had a guitar and that's. That's how that happened. Did he like bring that to you, or did no, you like just, see it and start asking questions, or no, did you just he, pick it up and start figuring it out like a genius? No, no, no. Uh, they didn't have. You remember back when it was dial up, so you really oh, yeah. couldn't look up stuff. I just kind of like watch videos and would be like, "What is he doing there?" You know, with a guitar that's un, not in tune. You know, but that's really how that rolled. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, what about musically in your household? Like, did your parents listen to stuff? Oh, is it, my dad liked uh, you know Peter Frampton and stuff like that. So we always, That's an ambitious we always, guitar yeah, player. Yeah, we always go to like the Ryman and stuff like that and watch him play and other ZZ Top. He was like that kind of guy, which I like that stuff. But it wasn't until I think I was probably 14 whenever I learned about like John Petrucci and stuff like that. I started yeah. digging in that rabbit hole. And then now you got online lessons from people that... That aren't touring right now because of the COVID, and yeah, they sit yeah. home and, yeah, do lessons so you over get, Skype. I, YouTube is a treasure trope. It's a rabbit hole, but yes, yeah. yeah. You find a lot of fun stuff on there. Yeah, but so that, that's really how that, I mean, that's my life, really, in a nutshell. I just play guitar for about 20 years, and then, uh, you know, if you practice enough, you, you get okay. Were you in other bands prior to Hidden Sixes? Yeah, a bunch of them, but they, like just like all these guys, they never really went anywhere. Just wasn't the right thing. Yeah. No, I mean, people have problems in their life, and sometimes they don't work out, you know. Interesting. I hear a lot of drama. Not in my life. No, I'm just saying, like, you know, as far as, and I'm not saying you guys individually, I'm just saying so far, three of you, the backgrounds have been, there's been drama that we had to get the hell away from. And yeah. there's always going to be some, but it sounds like it's like, you know, from, from dingbats and exes and. Yeah, but I probably would have never played guitar if that didn't happen. I would have probably done something else, been a sports guy or something. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if you picture you as a jock. No. No? Can you guys picture him as a jock? No. Yeah, I could, you know, I mean, he's a pretty fit dude, so. Yeah, but still. No. I mean, just sitting here at a table, you can't tell, but he's he's pretty jacked. Just sitting so. here at a table. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but. Uh, well, he's a puppy coat. He's pretty jacked. I could totally see him being like some kind of athlete. He, him, came, in in, he came in in a puffy Eskimo coat. I yeah. couldn't see anything. I mean. Yeah. Like the room is 86 degrees in here and he's wearing an Eskimo coat. It's cold. <laughs> no. What do you mean it's cold? Like the temperature's down? <laughs> so hot. <laughs> oh, goodness. Nathan, yes. tell me a little bit about your background because um, obviously you've got some you got some lines I know you don't want to cross, but can you at least tell me who it was you were with before when you did all of the upper level record label touring, all of that kind of stuff? Sure. Uh, well, that, that would be the human abstract. We'll get to them. Okay. So I was born and raised here in the south and uh to a couple of yankee parents who came down they actually toured doing gospel music when i was a kid oh wow yeah so i was kind of like you know raised in in churches all along the east coast and um you know my dad had a studio I don't, i'm not really sure why he decided to come to nashville to open his studio it's a very interesting <laughs> with, idea with nine million others right yeah right but he did and uh so i was kind of like you know raised around recording like my whole life so when I got to be about 17, I guess I got in my first band and I was in bands in Nashville for about 10 years, I guess, um, before I decided to go out to California and hometown heroes. My bands here did well locally, but, you know, couldn't really like, you know, stretch out and, and become bigger for whatever reason. So I was just like, I'm kind of sick of this. I'm going to go to California. And everybody was just like, oh, do you think going to California is really going to help you out and, and get you a record deal? And about a year and a half later, I got a record deal. So, See, yeah, <laughs> If you stop to think about it, it would be like, you know, as, as saturated as Nashville is, you would think going to California to try and be a singer, it's going to be even worse. Well, it's lots of opportunity and a lot of people that are used to having a lot of opportunity around them. So it kind of made it really easy for me. I remember going out there and I was just like, oh man, it's going to be the big leagues. Ooh. <laughs> and it's just like, saw the heavy music scene in LA and it was just like tumbleweeds, you know, but like lots of people ready to hand you something. So I got into the human abstract and that band, you know, like I said before, uh, like I've been to every American major city. I've been to like every Canadian province, 20 European countries. I've been to Prague and Finland and like wow. everything. So everything in Europe pretty much. I I mean, How long like, were you a part of that? Uh, like five years. Okay. Did you leave or did the band just break up or oh, what happened? That's a great question. <laughs> so I asked it. <laughs> I mean. Depends on who you ask. Right? It really does. It really does. Uh, so. We'll take your version of the truth. Yeah. I was, I was, uh, I was fired from that band from uh, 
basically, uh, you know, I don't, I don't really know like how the relationship between me and that drummer got so bad, but um, I think toward the end, he was just kind of like, you know, listening to what people said on the internet about the band. Because like when you get into the, the, the more, the further you get into the public eye, the more open to scrutiny you are because there's so many eyes on you. And Especially you know, with social media, you can't get away from it. The reasons why people say the things that they do, I mean, it's not like they're trying to like critique the band to make the band better. It's no. like they want to they see you go. They're down. keyboard warriors. They just yeah. want to like yell and scream just right. because they're, they want to be heard, whether right. it's truthful or not. Their mom's basement just like jealous as all hell. Right. And they're just like, that singer, he's this and he's that and whatever. The f- and, you know, he just, if that just got the best of that drummer. You know, I just, I'm sorry about it. And he's all just like, what do you do? We need to give the people what they want and take their money. And we need to like, you know, you need to do do this and do that. And, you know, you got to listen to what they're saying about you. And I'm like, dude, did, this we, is, did we forget why we got into this for the art? This is rock and roll, right? Yeah. And we we tell it like it is. We are who we are. Right. You know, and that's that's what it's all about. It's not about like listening to what everybody has to say. You're trying to please everybody. That's like that would be like expecting, you know, like Picasso, as I bring this up again, to sit back and wait for someone to tell him what to paint. Like, sure. I mean, what kind of art is that if you're like... It's you know, not. Kinda... Yeah, it's not. And and that to me sounds like you weren't the problem. His ego was the problem. Correct the money. So... so anyway, that, that happened and I was, of course, devastated. I mean, I didn't really even know. Like, I, I, I thought that I wanted to get back into music, but I just couldn't. I, like, I kept, like feeling like I wanted to, but I just couldn't. Like, I just, I, I don't know what it was. It's like, I just kind of went high enough to where it's like the fall, you know, did something to me. So, you know, I tried to get into producing because, I mean, that's something I did for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, I worked as a producer at this place called Legend Records in San Diego um, for, you know, like a year. And, and I mean, it was fun, but it just, like, contributing to, to trying to make other people sound a lot better than they actually were <laughs> and, like, and not getting paid enough to do that. It's just right. like, you know, I just, I couldn't do it. So I backed out of that and just like fully decided that I wanted to like get back into, you know, performing. Have you always been a singer or did you play as well? I've been playing guitar for like maybe 16, 17 years or something like that. And, um, you know, I like it, but I, I don't really like playing and singing. Like, it re- like you want to focus vocal- on one or the other? Yeah. Singing has always been like the thing that like really like, I don't know, when I'm singing, like I know that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. Like, Feels I'm, right. Yeah. I can, I can do a lot of things, but singing is what I do best. And singing is what I love.
Rock around the region on Z97.5. Hidden sixes. The tune, everything. Chatting with the gentleman right now. So how is it then that you made the transition from, from being around all of the gospel music to getting into the rock and the metal? Like, oh, I never. What did I, you hear that, that made you say, okay, I love Jesus and all, but we got to go. <laughs> well, that's a whole other story. I'm not even, even going to really go there, I don't think. I mean, I, you know, I, I got really into to, to reading about ancient history just because, you know, being raised in the church is something sure. else. And I just remember sitting in that pew and just being like, oh, okay, the Spirit of God is among us. Well, really? Like, I don't know. I'm not sure. really sure. And so... Today, you're, you're looking at somebody who's very agnostic. You know, it's like I see, I look at things at face value. I, I look out into the world and I see what I see in the right. world. And I believe what, you know, what I see based on, on my perception sure. of these things. And, you know, putting, putting my faith in things that like, you know, that, that don't really have any solidarity. I'm just not going to do it. Right. And that's all I'm going to say about that. But as far as like, what was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> How we transitioned from gospel and what, what it was oh. it that you heard that made you decide that, that hard rock and metal was where you wanted well, to go? Well, you know, like I came across some pictures in an old book and like I saw myself like playing drums on stage with my parents as they were doing gospel music. And I, I, could, I can't even remember doing that. Right. You know, I blocked it out of my memory because it was just so traumatic. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so... I'm not really into gospel music. So, um, but what was the first artist that you heard that said, like, okay, this is what I want to do? I mean, aside from obviously you, you went through your own transitions with the way that you were raised and making your own decisions and how you see the world and absolutely 100% understand it. I'm just wondering, like, what was the first artist or the, what was the, the music first, that you heard? The first that made album you that, go that, that, way? I, that really got me, like, hardcore was uh, Tools Undertow. Nice. That's, that, is, that one got me so good. And I was just like, oh, if I, if I could just, like, do something like that, yeah. you know? You know, I remember thinking, that Tool was going to be done when, when Anima came out. Like, I was just like, I remember thinking, <laughs> man, sick. I wish that, that Tool band had, like, gone a little bit further. Like, they just kind of disappeared and then just boom. Well, Anima. you know, actually, when Undertow came out, Maynard was living in his car. Oh, yeah. Like, he was totally homeless living in his car. Yeah. I believe, because it was on that, uh, I think it's track four on that record, um, they got help from Henry Rollins. He did a little spoken word right. based on that song, right? Love yeah. that. And Henry's the one that actually helped along. That's so, awesome. But yeah, he was living in his car for a while, and now look at him. Now he hides behind a sheet and won't face the, the audience because he's so freaking weird shy. Yeah. Like, whether it's whether it's Tool or a Perfect Circle, I saw him with a Perfect Circle oh, around yeah, Christmas saw... time, and he's dressed in Santa, but he's behind a sheet, so you just got Maynard's silhouette. I'm like, uh, well, this is going to be interesting, because the very creepy. first time... Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> Right, yeah, totally. That guy's a creep. I saw them back at the very beginning in 92, a little sidebar, I'm interjecting, um, Tool opened up for the Rollins band and I went and saw and, and Maynard is just kind of wandering around the club nobody knows who he is nobody knew Tool because the Opiate EP had just come out and I was oh, wow. playing it on uh, my college radio show so I knew but nobody else knew and everybody was there to see the Rollins band as, as was I because Henry's with a band but I remember him getting up on stage when Tool got up on stage and Maynard had his little weird ponytail and he just strips down to where he's just like he's barefoot and he's in like little gym shorts and he just stood there and like rocked back and forth just staring out of the crowd that's all he did was just rocking back and forth and if a stage diver came he'd duck you know <laughs> and, and the whole 30 40 minutes they were on stage he did this and then they get done and he puts his clothes back on and he's just out wandering around and then pretty soon he's sitting up behind uh sim kane who was rollins drummer at the time and just like i'm like holy crap man like people don't even know like this band is gonna be like, huge and nobody knew because they were nobody at that time and, yeah. and when they did undertow he was still living in his car but that tour with the Rollins band is what started that relationship and look where they are now now he's got a vineyard yeah, right yeah yeah <laughs> Caduceus now he makes, the, now the he makes wine yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's so bougie he makes wine now when in doubt Pinky's out for fancy living. Hell yeah. <laughs> Maynard James Keenan. He posted a picture last year from his winery to piss off vegans and like he's in one of his, front of one of his big vats of wine that was fermenting or whatever. And he's like holding bacon over the top of it <laughs> just to piss people off. It was amazing. So anyway. James Herbert Keenan. I mean, you know, and what a voice. What yeah. a voice oh, to yeah. have, like, just kick you in the pants and go, yes, absolutely. that's what I want to go after. Oh, absolutely. I love, I love that. I mean, so do you, any other vocalists that might have like inspired me. I, I mean, Mike Patton's a great one. Yes. You know, I mean, he, he's also he, very strange. 
He's pretty what strange. Oh, absolutely. Like unmistakable voice. Like that's, mm-hmm. I think that's what struck me about both those guys and, and taught me that like part of being a vocalist, is having a voice that is your own, you know what yeah. I mean? It's, it's not like you, you don't want to be like copying off of these, these people. And I don't think there's, Mike Patton's just done so many different kinds of things, but you know, I'd be lying if I didn't say that he was like a big inspiration. Thing. So with that then, did you, I mean, cause these guys all figured out, you know, you pick up an instrument, you take lessons, you do all of this. A lot of people don't think about voice lessons so much. So like, I'm just going to open my mouth and see what happens happens but in order to do and be a vocalist you've got to have some sort of practice and or training so that you're not blowing your voice out every right day. well um so i i actually got a, a scholarship uh going to college for a year um here at austin p actually oh. um and that was for for uh well i sang like italian opera and what? yeah so i was yeah oh i hear a new song <laughs> oh no God. no 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 there's opera there's a saxophone oh my God, yeah. yeah, no, I don't know about that. <laughs> no, but as soon as, as you know, I thought I thought that that was something that I could do. Um, it, but like it never really became something that I really liked. And so I found myself like, you know, in opera workshop or whatever and just like being like, oh, you yeah, mean I have to take a breath here and that's the only place I can take a breath and like I have to like sing it like this because that's how you think the composer intended it. But you don't really know like man, too structured this right I have to bleep that out. I will f- that this. out. But <laughs> what about does that does that then make you go back to bands like Queensryche, Jeff Tate? was a trained opera singer. James LeBray from Dream Theater, trained Honest, opera singer. I mean, don't like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I mean, honestly, like, I, I wasn't really into, like, rock music until the alternative movement hit. Okay. Like, I remember, like, you know, seeing, like, all these glam rock bands and being like, oh, rock right, sucks. Right, the falsetto crap. Yeah, I don't like, like, like rock music. It's sing. weird. But then, you know, you know, Nirvana came out and Smells Like Teen Spirit, and I was just Changed like, hey, everything. it's cool. I like this. It's, you they, know? they killed the glam era with one chord. Yeah. <laughs> one chord, and that's all it took. I mean, I still remember seeing an interview with, um, oh, God, it's Mike Reno from Loverboy, and he absolutely said that. He's like, that first chord. <laughs> Of that song, that's it. Our careers were done, <laughs> and they weren't even hair metal or hair band for that. Mu- that really, Loverboy. Well, they, they, they were that like journey sort of arena. Yeah, it's just like the '80s yeah. stadium rock. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, it became yeah. cool to not be good at your instrument. <laughs> like, you're like, oh man, all this time shredding and. and right. yeah. But then there's me who was like, uh, I've been listening to the Sex Pistols and the Ramones and the Clash and the same three chords just being banged yeah. out horrifically yeah. and amazing all at the same time. Now I got to do heroin and not practice. I don't know if I, I can do this. You know. <laughs> The not practice part, okay, the heroin, (laughs) that leads to bad things. That leads to really bad Craigslist things, I'm guessing. I don't know. (laughs) We auditioned all those guys. (laughs) At least a couple of them. First off, let me check your arms. They didn't make it, okay? They didn't make it back to their cars. Well, let alone the end of the road. It's Rock Around the Region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C97.5.
Rock around the region on Z97.5 from right here in Clarksville. That is the Lights Out Band and Beautiful Nonsense. They will be at the warehouse coming up next Saturday. You can check out details online. I am Samantha Knight. Very excited to finally have some new music from Bowling Green's Kiss Kiss Bang. I have been waiting um for like a year for new material from them. And there was a plan in place of like, hey, we got some new songs. We're ready to come talk about it. And then someone decided to put a, a proverbial stick through the bicycle spokes, as it were. And things kind of had to come to, well, a timeout. We won't say a halt, but a little bit of a timeout for Kiss Kiss Bang. But they have regrouped. They are re-energized and they got brand new songs. And they're going to be my guest here on the program in just a couple of weeks. From their new EP, Ha, uh, excuse me. Let me try this again. I almost got it backwards. Hungry, high, and seeing things. There we go. It is solid gold from Kiss Kiss Bang on Rock Around the Region on Z97.5.
around the region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C97.5. Region on Z97.5, Comatose by She. Check them out on Facebook.com slash SheBandOfficial. In fact, they just did a Facebook Live thing, uh, what was it, on fr- the 21st, whatever day that was. I don't even know what day it is right now. It's Sunday, right? No. <laughs> Last Sunday, they went live and uh, talked about their brand new record that's coming out. You, of course, can catch up with that on their Facebook page and keep up to date. They've been working on some new material and very excited for when this album gets done. And uh, make sure I'll bring them into the studio so we can all get to know She just a little bit better. I am Samantha Knight. Rock around the region. We've got a couple of things left. Both of them brand spanking new on the way. Rock around the region being brought to you by the Armored Trucking Academy. Check them out online at armortruckingacademy.com and get your career in the trucking industry started today. It's Rock Around the Region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. Z97.5.
Rock around the region on Z97.5 out of Nashville, Tennessee. That is existing in exile. And 5,000 Days, something brand new for you tonight on Rock Around the Region. And they are getting ready to drop some new tunes. Uh, head over to their Facebook page, facebook.com slash existing in exile. And you can check out the link to where you can pre-order or pre-save. If you want to do the streaming effort, um, it's there for you. Cool. Awesome. All right. So, show is about done for this week. A big thanks to Hidden Sixes once again for being my guest. Part four of our conversation will happen next week on the show. As always, if you got questions, comments, you know about a band I should be familiar with, or you're in a band and I need to be familiar with you, hit me up on Facebook or you can drop me email. It is Samantha at Z975.com. A big thanks to the Armored Trucking Academy. There's the words. Armored Trucking Academy for sponsoring the program. Always appreciate them. Wrapping things up tonight with something brand new from my boys out of Coleman, Alabama. It's been a minute since, in fact, it's been a little over a year now, I think, since we had new tunes from Shallowside. So they decided we're going to go ahead and drop something brand new, and it's another cover. If you remember, they did Renegade by Styx a year or so ago, and it was amazing. Now they have picked up with Foreigner and one of my all-time favorite songs, Jukebox Hero. As done by Shallow Side. It's Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. We'll see you next time. Standing in the rain With his head hung low Couldn't get a ticket It was a sold out show Heard the roar of the crowd He could picture the scene 